morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I am Anthony Moore, and I serve as the um, senior pastor of Carolina Church, located in Fort Washington, Maryland. I'm grateful for your presence today, and do not take it for granted, nor lightly. I appreciate you all operating in the discipline of prayer and getting up early in the morning that we might find ourselves doing what God called us to do, and that is to learn of him and to intercede on the behalf of others in prayer as we are praying for ourselves. I've been tackling this concept and idea about what is prayer, what is the purpose of prayer, and um, for the last few weeks I've been dealing with effective prayer or effective communication unto God. And we kind of outlined those barriers that were preventing our prayers from being effective. On today and for the next few weeks, I want to deal with this idea, this concept about ask and you shall receive. I want to I want to lay that on the table for us that we might be empowered and certainly um, given the instructions about ask and you shall receive. What did Jesus mean by that? Jesus did say, ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. He did tell us to ask. And many of us have based our prayers and the effectiveness of our prayers on the mere fact of that particular scripture. Allow me to show you a couple of things. Um, please, if you mark these down, it's important that we, in fact, are empowered with information as it relates to the Word of God. In John 16, verse 4, it says, in John 16, verse 4, it says, Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. Now, there are similar statements found in the um, scriptures, and especially as we look at the New Testament for a moment, especially the Gospels. If you note Matthew 7, verse 7, in Matthew 7, verse 7, it says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. That's Matthew 7, verse 7. If you look at Matthew 21, verse 22, it says, And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive, if you have faith. In Mark eleven twenty four, it says, Therefore I tell you, 
whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. In Luke chapter 11, verse 9, in Luke 11, verse 9, it says, And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. In John 15, verse 7, John 15, verse 7, it says it like this, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Now, here is the question, my brothers and sisters. Here is the question. Is this a blanket promise with no conditions? That's the question. What we read in John sixteen twenty four, Matthew seven verse seven, Matthew twenty one twenty two, Mark eleven twenty four, Luke eleven nine, John fifteen and seven. The question is: Is that a blanket promise with no conditions? So I'm asking you: If we ask to hit the lotto for the millions of dollars, would that happen? Is God obligated to give it to us? Okay, let me, let's do it like this. If, if we ask for um, 300 pounds of chocolate to be delivered to our door, is God obligated to give it to us? Or are the words of Jesus to be understood in light of other revelation? Now, if we assume that ask and you will receive means ask for anything you want and I'll give it to you, then we have turned the Lord into some cosmic genie. We've, we've turned him into some cosmic Santa Claus. We've made him some um, personal bellhop who serves our every whim. And this, my brothers and sisters, if we're not careful, can be the problem when we view the prosperity gospel, the word of faith teaching. You've got to be careful um, to understand the context in which we receive these words. So in the Sermon on the Mount, in the Sermon on the Mount, which is found in Matthew chapter 5 all the way through chapter 7, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says that, that whoever asks receives, whoever seeks finds, and whoever knocks will find an open door. That's the whole passage in Matthew 7, or the context in Matthew 7, verses 7 through 8. But with that, and all of the other verses we examine, they have to be examined within the context. They have to be examined, understood within the context. Jesus goes on to say that God will not fail to give his children good things. That's verse 11 of the Matthew Tom passage. So, so, so then, y'all, so then, this, this is one condition to the promise of ask and receive. Let's, let's start looking at the conditions. One of the conditions to the promise of ask and receive, what we ask for, must be 
in or must be good in God's estimation. That's, let me say it like that. Yeah. Y'all, what we ask for, what we ask for must be good in God's estimation. Come on, look at this, you all. He goes on to say that God will not fail to give his children good things. That's verse 11. It's important for us to look at the context, which then means one of the conditions to the promise of ask and receive is that it must be good in God's estimation. God will give advantageous gifts to his children. He will not give us gifts that will injure us. No matter how much we clamor for them, I don't care how much we fuss and, and, and persist that we get them, God will not give unto us those things that are bad or will injure us. What God will do is he will give unto us those things that are good based on God's estimation. Now, the best example of a good gift, you all, is the Holy Spirit. So according to Luke, according to Luke eleven thirteen, the best example of a good gift is the Holy Spirit. In Luke eleven thirteen, he says, If you then, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So we begin to see a twofold purpose of prayer, a twofold purpose of prayer. We begin to see this twofold purpose of prayer. Number one, to increase our understanding of what God calls good. And then secondly, to cultivate a desire in us for what is good. I know it's early. Come on. I want y'all to get this, y'all. Twofold purpose based upon what we've read. And what we've seen in Scripture, that twofold purpose of prayer is to, one, increase our understanding of what God calls good, and to cultivate, secondly, a desire in us for what is good. Our prayers to God are not unlike our request of men. Our prayers to God are, are not unlike our request of men. Our prayers are based in a relationship, as Jesus points out in Matthew 7, verse 8, for everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, it will be open. Um, uh, if a child asks his father for something, the father knows to be hurtful. The request is denied. The child might be frustrated and unhappy when they don't get ex what they ask for, but they ought to trust the Father. They ought to trust the Father. They ought to trust the Father. Conversely, when the child asks for something that the Father knows is beneficial, the Father will provide it eagerly because he loves his child. Now, um, let, let me give you one more thing. Um, we have another condition to the promise of ask and receive. In John 14, verse 14, John 14, 14, it says, um, um, if you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. 
you may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Now, here Jesus does not promise his disciples anything and everything they want. Rather, he instructs them to ask in my name. So then, to pray in Jesus' name is to pray on the basis of Jesus' authority. But it also involves praying according to the will of God. For the will of God is what Jesus always did. John six thirty eight. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. So the truth is um, stated explicitly in 1 John five fourteen, where he says, And this is the confidence that we have towards him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Our request has got to be congruent with the will of God. Listen, I'll pick up here. I'll pick up here uh, next week if the Lord delays this coming. Um, I need you to help me today um, to to pray for some persons. I want to get you all out in time. So I want you to help me pray. I want you to help me to pray for the healing of Sister Ramona Robertson. Um, praying for Sister Mac- Cynthia McDuffie's, whose brother transitioned this past Sunday. They found him in his home. And I want you all to pray, please. Um, Sister Gaylene Musgrove is requesting healing um, for Lecture Perkins, who is in ICU Hospital Center. We lift him in prayer. Um, if you all would pray for Sister uh, Mary Little Irvin and her family, um, praying for um, Sister Monica Marks and the transition of her dad and Sister Mary Davis and Sister Doretha Williams. We're praying that God will continue to strengthen them while being in the nursing home. Praying for continual strength for Deacon Evelyn Mack and Sister Martina Baxter. We're praying for continual strength for Associate Pastor Talia White, recovering um, um, with her health. We're praying for Brother Glenn Cook and Sister Theolona, Theona Cook. We're praying for that family. I want to ask you all to pray today for Sister um, uh, Christy Thielen and her husband and their business. We're praying for their business. Um, we're praying for entrepreneurs and for those who, in fact, um, during this past Labor Day are struggling with being unemployed or underemployed. So I need you to help me pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you today for all that you are doing and have done. We thank you, God, for being who you are and for being such a great God, such a loving God, such a kind God, that you would give unto us instructions in your word that will draw us closer to you, that would make us fall more in love with you as we learn more about you. Thank you, God, for placing into our lives the circumstances that pulls us closer to you so that we become deeper in our relationship with you. We are grateful, God, for you loving us in spite of us. We're grateful for, God, the the presence that you've given unto us by way of the Holy Spirit. God, we've come to know even today that your Holy Spirit is a gift. It's a gift, God. It's a good 
have left and given unto each one of your children, God. And thank you for the gift, God. Thank you for your word that teaches us that we can ask and we shall receive, seek and, and find, knock and the door shall be opened. Thank you for your word that explains and shows unto us, God, that you want to give unto us good gifts. God, thank you for helping us to learn and to uncover the estimation of your goodness and what good is for you. God, I thank you that you've shown us, God, that what we may ask, may be asking for might not be what is in our best interest, nor is it good for us. And God, you are such a good father, such a good father. You touched us this morning with a finger of love and awakened us to see a new day, a day we've never seen before. And we bless your name, God. We thank you for the activities of our limbs. We thank you that we're able, God, to, to formulate sentences and, and to complete thoughts. Thank you that we knew our names and that our family was still intact. God, we bless your name because the truth of the matter is, God, you are so good. God, you are so good. And, and you want so much good for us. And God, so we receive now and we understand now your word and refuse to allow the enemy to use your word to cause us to turn our backs on you. We know you love us, God. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Now, God, bless the balance of this day as you go with us and your Holy Spirit accompanies us. Bless the balance of this day. Give us what we need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, y'all, listen, stay tuned to next week as we continue to hammer on this idea of ask and you shall receive so that we can be better equipped to pray, but also to fight the enemy who wants us to believe that God doesn't love us because he hasn't given us what he and what we, in fact, have asked for. I've given you some principles today. Now, I intend that you will get on your mark, get set, come on, and let's grow in him. I need y'all to have a great day on purpose. Hey, love you much. God bless.